From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this 24th day of September. A busy Monday, as you would expect. Eli later. Uh, and a lot more uh, a lot more happy stuff to talk with him about. And uh, Pereira later, I thought we'd get him up on all this craziness because uh, if the NFL is going to keep blindly defending their, and we'll get this later, I'm not going to open with this, but if the NFL is going to get blindly defend these calls on the quarterback, the only thing that's going to work is the changing of the rule to where when you contact the quarterback, you tell the referees to blow the, blow the whistle. That's the only thing that's going to work. Otherwise, we're going to go through this all the time because that cannot that cannot be a penalty. What happened on Matthews yesterday? They can say it is all they want. It's not. So I figured the guy who's the best of applying really rules application in in the idea of what an official would look at it and has a good grasp for his Pereira. I think he's the best with the rules. The NFL should consult him. They don't, but they should. Uh, that's the guy. That's very good with practicality on the field. We'll get him up later on this, too, because this has got to change. It's just really, I don't care if they back it up or not. We all know they're going to back it up just because they don't want to say they're wrong, because they say they're wrong, they open up Pandora's box. So they don't say they're wrong. They're completely wrong. We all, we all know it, because you cannot ask a defender to do more than that. I mean, he did everything right, so they're going to have to change the rule. And if you want to protect the quarterbacks, what you're going to do is you're not going to have any quarterbacks spinning out of the grass anymore, because when the quarterback's contacted, he's gonna, they're going to blow the whistle. That's the only way it's going to work. All right, let's get back to the headline of the day, of course, which is uh, the Giants' uh, turnaround win yesterday. And here's the bottom line. Let's take it back to the Schumer interview, the Schumer interview, the Schumer interview on Tuesday that got so much attention and his inability to communicate that he was going to make changes, exactly what was wrong, and everything else. Here's the bottom line. He said nothing right. His presentation was awful. And then they went out and did exactly what they had to do. They addressed the problem. They addressed it in terms of personnel. They changed personnel. They made a change at fullback. They made a change at right tackle. They changed it schematically. They clearly did that. We'll discuss that with Eli about how they simplified what they did in terms of play call formation, line calls, and everything else so that everybody was on the same page. They were far from perfect. The third quarter was very rough. They had been moving around their help when they got caught with Wheeler against Watt. Watt beat them. Not surprising. So they got some clean sacks at times in the game. The Giants withstood that. Giants made some plays on defense. Wynn had a hell of a game for the Giants yesterday. Boy, he had a great game. And the Giants showed you what we were talking about here for two weeks, folks. If they could figure out a way to block it, and this was a team that they can pass rush. They don't do a lot of things well, but they, right now, uh, like protect their own quarterback, but they can pass rush. And yesterday, 
they did a good enough job of opening holes, formationing themselves into where they move the pocket so you're moving the target, do enough little stuff with Eli, move him, drag a tight end, naked, waggle, half roll, do the little things that he can do and throw it on a run. And move guys around. Beckham in the slot. Move Barkley to the line of scrimmage. We talked about that Friday. We talked about it yesterday morning on on the Sunday show. Move him around. Move Beckham around. Put Beckham in a place where he can operate. Give him the two-way go out of the slot. Give him a chance to play at the line of scrimmage. Get the matchups that you want. That is what they did yesterday. And what they got was a game plan that was good. It wasn't perfect. They still didn't break. They still did not break the magic number. They didn't get 30. They could have. They had some mistakes. They had a couple of breakdowns. They had a lull in the third quarter. But when they needed, they needed to have a drive. And I'm saying watching the game. And I made sure yesterday I didn't divert my eyes for one second from that game. I didn't watch any other. I, I even stayed for most of the game in a place where I just watched the one game with the Giants. I didn't even watch the multiple games. I wanted to concentrate everything on this game. I thought that game was that important for the Giants yesterday. And when they had to have a drive, and I thought they had to have a drive, or they could lose that game, they got exactly what they wanted, led by Eli going six for six for 75 yards, not settling for the field goal, getting the touchdown, getting the touchdown pass, and putting the capper on what was a terrific day for the Coaching staff, for Eli, for Beckham, for Barkley. Obviously, Ingram getting hurt didn't help. For Shepard, although I don't know what he did to taunt. That that could have been a big play. It cost them four points. They would have had a first down around the 13-yard line, and they would have gone in and scored a touchdown. Instead, they had to settle for a field goal there because he taunted. I don't know what he said. He didn't do anything. But he must have said something because the officials picked it up and gave him a penalty. So I don't know exactly what he did there, but it was costly. But he had a good game. They liked that matchup. Even when they ran the play for Beckham at the goal line, when it was doubled, Eli went where he had to go to get the throw and get the touchdown. And all the way around, it was a game the Giants had to win with no ifs, ands, and buts. Their season from a playoff standpoint, I would have come on here today and said the season is over from a playoff standpoint had they lost that game yesterday. Now they get a lease on life. They come back. And they can take these off one at a time and see where they can go. But they have some hope, and they did some good things yesterday, and they they showed that they can be the offense that we hoped they could be this year. There's still more there. There's more explosiveness there. They haven't made the big plays down the field to Beckham yet. They will. Losing Ingram could be big. We don't know yet. A week to week with the sprain of the knee. We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure it'll be a couple of weeks. Who knows? But the bottom line is, you saw Eli who has, listen, the quarterback and the coach will always get too much credit and too much blame in any city that follows football. That's just the way it is. They know it. They know they'll get too much blame. They know they'll get too much credit. It's just the way the world works. It's part, of the, it's part of the job description. You don't worry about it. And the more you've been doing it, the less you worry about it. 
because you understand that it just comes with the job. It comes with the job, with the paycheck, with everything else comes the idea that you're going to get too much credit and too much blame when you're the quarterback. So, yes, he got way too much blame for what was uh, clearly on the offensive line. Like I said, I didn't think he threw the ball well week one. Week two was not on him. Week three, he threw the ball the way we all know he can throw it. And when you see the guys who played with Eli, his guys come to his defense as vehemently as they do about how good a player he is. That's the guys you should listen to. The guys who have been in that huddle and won with them. Not the nonsense noise. Listen to the guys who played with them. Listen to the guys who were in the huddle with them. Listen to the guys who saw them make those plays and were there when they had to make them. Is he immobile? Absolutely. Is he a guy who's going to run, you know, who's going to feel pressure one way and run out of the pocket and beat somebody to the corner? No, that's not who he is. But there's no throw he can't make, and he can stand in there, and he can deliver the ball, and he can run that offense, and he did it all yesterday the way you like to see it. That looked like a football team yesterday. And on that last drive, it really looked like a football team. It looked like the football team you're waiting for. I thought they did some okay things on defense. I thought they did a couple of really good things on defense. They win at a sensational game. I thought they also made some bad plays in the third quarter on defense, into the fourth quarter on defense, but so be it. They survived. Overall, the defense has played well enough in these games and to win games. They don't have the pass rush, and they need to find one. And I don't know when Vernon's coming back. Who knows? And it'd be nice if they could get Apple back, and nice if they could somehow get Vernon back. That would sure help. But the bottom line is the defense at times has done enough to chip in and make plays. The defense has not kept them from doing their job. They could be 2-1. and one. We're not going to say 3-0. and one. It could be 2-1 and one if the offense had cooperated, no matter what the defense did. So I'm not on the defense right now. I know the pass rush has got to get better, especially fourth quarter pass rush when you have a lead because that's what the game's about. If you have a lead, you've got to be able to have a fourth quarter pass rush or you cannot control things. And you're going to give up points and you're going to give up games if you cannot get a fourth quarter pass rush. But yesterday was about whether or not, and this was it for me. It was with me all week. Would they acknowledge the problem? They didn't publicly. They did privately. Would they change? Would they make the changes both in personnel and scheme that they had to? They did. They did on both. And could they give their team a game plan they could win with? They absolutely did. And they won with it. So... Good week for the coaching staff. Terrific week for the quarterback. A winning week for the Giants. Your calls when we come back.